Stoke sounds amazing, Sean. You keep saying to me every week. Seriously, you need to visit it. It's a, it's another world. A whole <laughs> new world. Well, Tom's in a good mood today. Full of Benson and Hedges and Jack Daniels. <laughs> Loads of fake I... Burberry scuffs. And chaps. Oh. up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad I was recording that. So that'll be the <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 18 of the Finger Guns Podcast. I'm your host, Roscoe Kennison, and I'm joined once again by Mr. Paul Collett. Oh, hi there. Hi. Hi. Sorry, I was on mute. Sorry. Hi. Maybe we'll cut that a bit brilliant out. start. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a good uh, boy and put it on mute, and I didn't expect you to come to me first. So I fucked it up. That's all right. I understand. I do. I just I do it in random order every week, you know? There's no, you do. Want to keep people fresh. on their toes. Fingers on buzzers. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mr. Greg, should, should, should we do that again? Should we do that again? Oh hi! Uh, oh hi! No, it's, <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. And uh, Mr. Sean Davies. Hi. How is everyone? How are we doing? We good? Is it still warm wherever you are in the world? Yes. Yes. Um, not to start Paul off again, but I've been training in this heat today, and it's been worse than being in Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> You have no idea. I've actually, to be fair, what's even worse than Egypt? Have you been to Egypt? uh, No, I haven't. But what's worse than playing a game set in Egypt is playing a game in VR in a hot weather in my flat. That's even hotter. So I think I'll trump you again, mate. Sorry. Oh, first world problem. I know. How terrible. How terrible. I tell you what, let's lead into that. Paul, what have you been playing this week? (laughs) Nicely done. Well, I've just been having a quick dabble in the old uh, Wolfenstein Cyber Pilot uh, on the PSVR. Um, so that's keeping me slightly entertained, but not massively. So um, review coming soon. So I won't talk too much about it. Um, I've also been playing, obviously, Assassin's Creed. Still churning my way through the uh, fetch quest them up. And I won the car in GTA V in the new casino. So that's been quite exciting. Well done. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I haven't been on uh, GTA 5 today, so I haven't spun the wheel, but I might do that right after this. It's a plan. See what I get. See what I get. I got a load of RP uh, yesterday, and I went up like three levels just straight away. Which was handy. Yeah. £30,000 in two days in a row. It's great. Sweet. Yeah. Yes. Classic pounds, dollars, you know. Yeah. GTA dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into the GTA gambling. Uh, in a little bit. Who's next? Greg, what have you been playing this week? Sorry, I was burping. <laughs> <laughs> I was coughing and burping at the same time. Sorry. Um, no, right, I, I have been playing the Blackout Club, um, which, as you're aware, Ross, because you played it with me on Wednesday night, is terrifying. Yes, it is terrifying. Uh, I, I did have my initial reservations that multiplayer would diminish the horror somewhat, a la Dead Space 3, and it does not. It actually increases it, because it's multiplied the more both of you fuck up the more uh the more trouble you get into um so i've been playing that I've been playing power pa- the fuck's sake power roomy which nice. is a top-down vertical scroller in the style of ikaruga that kind of shooter like ikaruga which is also just as nails 
And to top it off, I've been playing Spider-Man again because I bought the DLC. It's on sale. But I lost my save, so I've had to restart, do the main game to get some skills to take on the DLC. I don't know if it's like level capped, but I start the first mission and I got my ass kicked. So I'm having a refresher oh, back on the main story to to be equipped enough to sort of muscle memory my way back into doing the DLC. So that's how been did, my... Uh, how did you lose your save? Um, I don't think I uploaded it when I transferred from a PS4 to a Pro. Oh, no. Or I might have just, or I might have just done the ignorant thing because I borrowed it the first time around, playing it, and then going, yeah, I don't need to put Spider Man in because I played it. I'm not going to go back to it. And yeah, I think it could have been one of those two. I honestly can't remember. But uh, yeah, so I'm going through it again and sort of juggling the main story and the DLC. Yeah, that's better. That's been my week. I haven't touched Red Dead much this week. Spoilers. Oh, you've been heavy on the review codes this week, so I guess that's been your. Yeah, but well. I mean, like I've, I've been, it's, it's been nice. I've had a variety of games to review that I've been playing. So it's not like yeah. we had, not like when we had World War Z and Generation Zero, when it was two of the same things. It's nice to have a bit of a mix up with Blackout and Power Rumi. It's been a very good week, so it's been good. And I want to finish playing Blackout Club so I can stop giving myself the nightmares. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good shout. That's a good shout. Uh, Sean, what have you been playing this week? So first thing uh, earlier this week, I started The Sinking City. Um, um, right. Okay. I know you gave this a five <laughs> out of ten. I know. Right. I complete. I read your review. Right. I completely understood everything, and I can see everything that you said in that review in the game. The uh-huh. Frame rate shit. There's loads of bugs. Um, the combat's, you know, cack to be honest. But I still really enjoy the game because it's so fucking creepy, but also like not jump scares, not traditionally scary. Like, you've got these fish people and eight people, you know, jostling for position in this flooded city. It's just weird. And that is right up my alley. And I am overlooking all of the shitty blemishes that you so thankfully focused on during your review. (laughs) I completely agree that you should have given it a five out of ten, by the way. But I'm enjoying it probably a lot more than you are or did. Um I've also yeah, been playing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. My biggest issue with that game is that it did not live up to the potential I saw in it. Um, yeah, it, it just feels like the next invention of, you know, the Sherlock Holmes games. You know, Devil's Daughter, um, the Sherlock yeah, Holmes yeah, Devil's yeah. Daughter was, was freaky as shit. But this just goes, like, totally the opposite way. And it is basically the same mechanics, and it doesn't really build on that. And some of the design is a bit poop. But it's one of those games that I'm like... I just want to see where it goes. So I'm I'm like six or seven hours into it now, and I'm I'm un- unraveling some weirder shit. You know, there's Lovecraftian monsters everywhere now. So yeah, it's fun. I'm enjoying it. Spoiler alert: It doesn't go anywhere. Um, what else have you been playing this week? Wow, that's my fucking playthrough. <laughs> I will never mention that game. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, Sorry, man. I've also been playing, I, I went back and finished off all of the DLC for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And oh, that, well yeah, so I've now got 99% trophy completion on that game. Uh, and the last one isn't available yet and will be in a couple of weeks. It is very good DLC, but the ending is garbage. Oh, what no. a garbage. Oh, no. um, yeah, they, they, they obviously knew where they wanted it to go and decided to just steamroll it there. Um, I've also been playing Horace. And there will be a review on the site, I guess, today, if you're listening to this podcast when it goes up. And, yeah, one of the most charming games I've played in years. 
such an amazing variation of gameplay mechanics. It's a puzzle. It's a, a platformer primarily, but it's full of mini games. So like part of it's like Space Harrier. There's like an outrun um, like themed racer in there that's kind of got Ferris Bueller themes going on. It is just a wonderfully charismatic, charming game. It's got a few few issues with difficulty, but yeah, it is top notch. And I've been playing Wolfenstein, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let you talk about Wolfenstein. So, what have you been playing? I've been playing Wolfenstein. Whoa, really? Yeah. I have no idea. Oh my god! <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've been playing uh, a bit of Youngblood. Um, Sean and I have been playing it separately, which is weird because it's a co-op game. We really need to play it together. Mm. Um, I played the I played the first couple of levels. It's tough as balls. This game, Wolfenstein, as ever, does not hold your hand and kicks your ass as soon as you're available to do so. And it's it's good though. I'm really enjoying it. I really love the um, the camaraderie between Jess and Soph, the two twin sisters that are in the game. Uh, Bj Blaskowitz's uh, younger daughters who are on the search for him in the game and i just love the insanity of it i love their maniacal laughs whilst they're mowing down nazis it's really quite entertaining and it's got some interesting rpg elements which i haven't got into all that much just yet but um so far it's just been a really kind of fun shooter and i'm looking forward to finally sort of playing it in co-op i think it will come alive a bit more then but um yeah sean did you do you concur or do you have any other thoughts on it I do. I I haven't been finding it very difficult. I I don't know oh. if I, no. I I understand. What you're so so there are some like bullet sponge enemies, but I've now figured out. So there was like a computer that you could pick up, which told you that certain bullets destroy the shields on enemies quicker than others, and it's different yes. per enemy. So I've I've now kind of got it down to where I know what enemies I'm looking at and what bullets is best to fire against them. So I've still got ammo for that weapon. I'm normally chewing through things pretty fast. And I've, I've started to do stealth a lot more just to find a laser turret and just mow the fuck out of everything, which is so nice. Um, very assassin. But yeah, I, I think the best thing about this game is the fact that you can give each other health in co-op by complimenting each other. It is yeah. so fucking good. <laughs> it's such a great, great mechanic. Looking good. 50 plus health. Motherfuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it's just so good. It's like the best virtual high five you could receive from a buddy as you're killing Nazis, which is my favorite pastime. And um, yeah, totally on board with you, buddy. We should do this co-op very soon. Very, very, very soon. How about tonight after the bud? Let's do that. All right, let's do that. Um, what else have I been playing? I've also been playing GTA. I'll get into that um, in a bit. Playing a bit more of the Diamond and Casino Resort. Uh, I'm playing Wargroove, which is now available on PS4. There'll be a review of that coming up this week on fingerguns.net. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's a bit more RTS and strategy than I'm used to. I don't play that genre of game an awful lot. Um, I think we're kind of agreed on that as a team. But um, yeah, I'm finding it really fun. It's very colourful. It's very bright. It's kind of a. It's very tough in places, but it's kind of a, like my first RTS game, if you know what I mean. And um, I think yeah, that's about it really. I haven't really been playing much else apart from the Blackout Club, which I played with uh, Greg the other night. And yes, it is very very creepy um if you are listening to this podcast on the day it goes up it has gone up a little bit late because we wanted to hit the embargo for the blackout club uh, so at least there's some thoughts going up about it we didn't want to miss talking about it this week on the podcast because well you know we have a lot to say about it here it is i'm sorry it's a little bit late but embargoes normally mean that we have to do things a little bit later than normal but yeah the blackout club's really fun it's very very unsettling and 
Greg's yes, very uh, much so. saying, you know, Greg's um, it is tougher with two people because yeah, you're constantly kind of on edge the whole time because you want to know where the other person is. You can get chased at any moment. These very creepy things called sleepers just follow you around the place. Um, the shape but... as well. Oh, the shape. Fuck the shape, um, I, I go into detail about it in my review, but the shape is basically this invincible and invisible force that uh, will chase you if you commit too many sins. Now the sins are basically being caught or alerted and stuff like that. It's almost like a, oh no, you've awoken the Kraken kind of moment. You know, you might have evaded an enemy, but it's like, oh, the shape's after you. And the core mechanic in Blackout Club is being able to close your eyes and see pathways or hidden type thing. Now, the shape only shows up uh, with your eyes closed, which is counterproductive when you want to see where you're running. So you can only see it as like a humanoid blur, a bit like the Predator vision. Um, Everything goes red and it's like an orange blur. And there's nothing more petrifying than seeing the symbol on the screen saying the shape is coming and having to stand, close your eyes, look around and go, oh, fuck, it's behind me. Wait, no, it's not. And then you try running somewhere. The next thing you know, you're being grabbed. You, you haven't seen it grab you, but it's grabbed you. And that's it. You're, you're incapacitated until someone can revive you. Or yeah. if you're both down, then... So it's, it's like, like I said earlier, like you might think, oh, well, four of us with different builds and playthroughs, because there is that side of it. Oh, yeah, sure, we'll tackle it. And it's not. It's because it's like a cavalcade of fuck-up. If you your friend does something wrong, and then it will come after any one of you indiscriminately. God, it's just terrifying. <laughs> it's... It's it, it's down creepy, but um yeah we're we're kind of enjoying it nonetheless, and I'm sure you'll see Greg's full thoughts in his review up on fingerguns.net. Can you play it solo? Yes. Like how, how what does that take away from the experience, or does it add something to the experience? It, it doesn't. It doesn't take or add uh, anything from it. <laughs> it. It basically it doesn't change the game dynamic as such. Uh, to, again, to use Dead Space Three as an example. Because they changed the ammo types from the first game to this generic one star of anima- uh, ammunition. And with two people, it just became shooter fest, didn't it? You, there was no low ammo. There was just, you could just tank it through with a yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this doesn't do that. There is different um, items you can choose. Like I had a stun gun and Ross had a crossbow. Now, a crossbow only has a single shot, which will take an enemy out. The stun gun only incapacitates them for a short amount of time. And the third item is a grappling hook, which isn't lethal but you can use it to climb items because i found a treehouse for example that couldn't we could there was no ladder so you, you had to have the grappling hook so if there was two of you then one of you could have that and the other person has a stun gun for last ditch countermeasures if you're on your own you have to try and think well am i gonna need the, am i gonna get into combat or am i gonna stealth it so you might think i'll take the grappling gun or the, sorry the grappling hook so playing solo doesn't detract much from the multiplayer experience the multiplayer experience Multiplayer just gives you more variety in what you can do. You can have one person climbing things that aren't normally accessible. You can have one person with a single shot crossbow as a, I'm being chased, quick, take this enemy out because it's in the way. Like its patrol route is in our way. Um, and the stun gun is, like I said, it's a, it's a good incapacitator, but it just, the enemy gets back up and then that counts as a sin. So I wouldn't say solo or multiplayer are better or worse. I'd say it's the same game. It's just, it's not even like a problem halved by playing it multiplayer. It just heightens the experience because you're more cautious with other people. Like Ross, like Ross and I started, and I was I was more nervous playing with Ross because it was a I don't want to get caught and fuck his progress up and vice versa. And Ross's character jumping through mine would freak me out. So playing solo isn't gonna oh, like I said, horror is subjective. So if you just play it solo and go, yeah, this isn't very scary, 
And if you have two people that play like that and go, yeah, we're not terrified, oh, no, we died, then you're not going to get anything out of it either way. Yeah. Whereas if you've got one person that's immune to it and one person that jumps at everything, then yeah, you're going to have a varied experience. But solo, okay. no, I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say it takes away anything from the multiplayer or vice versa. Thank yeah. you. And yeah, there is, a, there is like a half-hour tutorial which you have to do by yourself. Yeah, you, you can you can skip that, but I would strongly invest playing it because it gives you the core mechanics. Yeah, everything you need to know is in that tutorial. Yeah. Well, no. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. And on that note, it's time for... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the most exhilarating, most exciting, most electrifying video game quiz in all the world! Hosting the Finger Guns Trivia Challenge. Lock up your daughters, hold on to your butts and go absolutely uptown Funkatron for the smoothest can in the entire podcast cosmos. It's the knowledge himself, Mr. Sean Davies! Yes, it is time for the Finger Guns Trivia Challenge. Um, welcome to this week's episode, and this week's episode is going to be all about video game sound effects. We've done this before, and it went down pretty well, so we're going back to it. But before we get there, I just want to talk to Paul about not getting dark ghosts. Paul, <laughs> a whole, I still feel grieved by this, by the way. A, a whole like, one person, correct? A whole one person, buddy. That was you. <laughs> well, Maybe, one person tweeted about dark ghosts. Yeah, you know what it is? It means that's me, which means I have much more knowledge than you guys. <laughs> Therefore. <laughs> And the answer was still correct, so therefore I should still get a point. Okay, we, we shall see. If... Paul, Paul, spin Dr. Collar, everyone. Yeah. That's why I do for a job in it, pretty much. So, uh, I mean, um... you did win last week, but I just wanted to bring up the fact that, you know, your big effort to try and get an extra point last week fell flat. Um, I think it's quite fair. I mean, if I'd lost by one point, I probably would have got some momentum going. But it seems I've wiped the floor anyway. It doesn't really matter, does it? You know what I mean? Yeah, and okay, that's fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Talking of wiping the floor, um, let's just update. So we've threatened previously about the quiz that we're going to have this leaderboard. So I went back and listened to all of the podcasts, and finally the cleaner didn't take my leaderboard. And I just wanted to give you an update on how many games of this quiz each person on this podcast has won. So at the bottom, with two wins, is Greg. Well done, Greg. Well done, buddy. I'd rather, I'd rather come last than first. <laughs> um, Paul is is pulling up the rear, um, just above <laughs> three wins. Um, three wins, but that also includes a draw with the person who's well, winning. Win, with, uh, well, yeah, but they both drew and I didn't have time to do retired tiebreaker, so they both got a win. Anyway, the the obvious winner and with oh, I think spoilers. it was eight wins now. No, like, I know. I know. Um, it was obviously Roscoe. So uh, Roscoe is now way out in front, and you guys need to, you know. And we're going to keep this leaderboard now, and like in, let's just say, 20 more episodes, I'm going to give the winner who's got the most wins a little trophy. How does that oh, sound? Oh, yeah. That's what about the one who's got the most losses? Does that get like a loser trophy? Yes, yes, it does. Okay, I'll go for that then. In fact, you're all going to get little trophies. Sorry, are you going to try and steal my losing lead? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anti thing ever I know right <laughs> okay let's actually crack on with the quiz if you've never played this before I'm going to read out the questions now or you're going to listen to these sound effects and I want to know what game or series these are from uh, we'll play them now and then we'll have the answers towards the end of the podcast 
if you do participate, please let us know via social media or whatever thing that you use to listen to this on, how we get on. So let's kick off with question number one. So that's question one. Thought it started with an easy one. Even my uh, three-year-old got that one right. Nice. Okay, question two. Turn this back up a bit. in my wheelhouse this quiz is it's like two sound effects in one don't give it away sorry it's a beautiful song question three I mean, that was what? just the sound of a motorbike. Yeah, you got your motorbike. That was just any aeroplane slash motorbike slash terrible engine. Okay, listen again. Well, guess what it could be. But... <laughs> Jesus. That's just Sean cutting his garden. <laughs> it sounds like Sean when he's really hungry. <laughs> That's all the time. <laughs> Don't you know it? Okay, question. This four, four. Four, yep. Eh? Question hmm. four. Oh, I recognise that. Oh, I definitely, have, I definitely have a losing streak to keep up. <laughs> I'll play it one more time. One more time. Yeah, that's the noise he made when he resurrected himself. <laughs> Can you imagine if it was? <laughs> okay, question five. Are you looking for the specific number game? No. Thank oh, God. <laughs> I know which game it is. This is when Sean pulls out his obscure Japanese game you've never heard of where that originated from. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question. Is this six now? Yes. Yeah. Five. No, sorry, it's six. Oh, shit. Here we go again. <laughs> oh, we're so down with the kids with the memes, man. Yeah. Ah yeah. oh, shit! Here we go again. The theme to that song is now the sound that my car makes on GTA Online when I hit the horn. That's a true story. Yeah. Okay. One of my favorite games of all time. That was. Question seven.
really should know what that is. This is all guesswork at this rate. Having a guess. Literally no clue. Yeah, this is, I think most of this quiz is guesswork for me so far. <laughs> okay, next one. Oh, fuck. Do you want the specific number? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Question nine. You what? <laughs> that was unsettling. I'm going to hazard a guess as to something we were talking about the other week, but fuck that. <laughs> okay. Question 10. Oh I, oh, I know it, but I don't. I do, but I can't put a fucking finger on it. Question 10. No, it's gone. No. One more time. One more time. One more time. No. <laughs> okay. Oh, that really helps. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next one. <laughs> oh, you absolutely fuck! I know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. I've heard it a thousand times. Oh, I've heard it a hundred thousand times. I told you a million times. Don't exaggerate. Yeah, it's funny because. Okay. Oh. Oh, I'm gonna lose my shit because I know what it is. I'm gonna play it for you one more time. See if we can get rid of the mental blocks. <laughs> it's the weirdest. Christ. Do we get clues in this game? Nope. Oh. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I know what that is. It's gonna. That's gonna be infuriating when you tell me what that is. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Question. Oh, 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 oh. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. What oh. is it? Oh, Paul. God. I can't find the fucking name. I know what it is. I think I know what it is. Paul's won this one. Um, I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. What I can think <laughs> of the name of the game. I know the game I'm thinking of. Okay. Get on <laughs> Slack on. quickly. Get on Slack quickly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question. I guess this is 12. Well, I'm going to go for a random answer there. Like <laughs> previous 12 answers. Okay. <laughs> Have you got this quiz, by the way? Is it 20 again? 21. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my Nearly God. Done. Nearly done. Nearly okay. done. <laughs> We're never done. Okay. Uh, next one. Oh, Christ, it's another one. Uh, I don't want to sound like DJ Khaled, but that's another one. <laughs> oh, say that again, Sean. Yeah. Thank you. See, it sounds like a game that I've got the answer to, but I don't think it can be because that would have been in the quiz twice. Or you've got the first one wrong. Oh, hell no. <laughs> that is guaranteed correct. I don't think I've got one right since question six. Which is a okay. little I, I'm just going to absolutely kill my... Not kill myself, that's a bit mad. Oh, I'm going to kick myself when I, these obvious ones are going to be given out the answer and there's going to be a lot of expletives. Okay, yep. I'm, I'm going to play this for you again because this isn't... I don't know. I'm not going to play for it. I'm going to play for you again without giving you a hint. Okay. Question 14. Yes. Oh, do you need a... Th- play it. No. No, <laughs> I'll take I'll take the name of the series. Go again, please. Okay, I'll play it one more time just with Paul. No. Okay. Next one. Toasty. <laughs> <laughs> Had to be done. Okay, are you ready for this? Yeah. I think I actually know that one out of some weird, obscure, back of my head knowledge. Oh, this is, uh, I'm bringing shame upon my incredible lead. Oh, don't worry, I think you're going to retain it after this one. <laughs> okay, question 17. What? That's just an old printer, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> some, some bit of dot matrix printing going on. Yeah. It sounded like my old modem. Okay, ready? Sounds like a Spectrum loading screen, but that was never a game. <laughs> Same era. I don't know, it might be. Dark Ghost was a game. <laughs> <laughs> so you've made it as a game, therefore I'm correct. Oh, you're oh, absolutely correct. Oh, I was sure that was being difficult. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, question 18. Oh, God, this is awful. Oh, finally! God! God, I've finally got one. This has been... I'm stressed, guys. <laughs> okay, one more time. 
Oh, ah, yes. I think. Do you think? Think. Okay. Next question. Special delivery. Question 19. Special delivery. Special delivery. Question 20. play that all day anyway and question 21 silos needed the silos needed <laughs> can we just have the answers now could just put me on my misery <laughs> so that was this week's bigger guns trivia challenge that, that was a challenge indeed wow the thing I is, did not like that one little bit. You are you are <laughs> almost trying to like discredit us from the inside about of being people that know about games. Yeah. No, but the thing is, the I, I I purposely tried to find things that were like you know you, you've all played but wouldn't be instantly recognisable and ones that you probably have to think about. Yeah, that's um, that's what a commie would say. So so <laughs> ne- ne- <laughs> tell you what. Um, but yeah, next 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 time we do this, I'll just put like. 21 different sonic noises together so thing you is, can all get the thing is though like you said it's games and that i know what one of them is i'm not gonna say which question i know one of them is a dying noise and i know it's one of those things i've heard so many fucking times that i've probably just been like it's it's just it's background noise that i just can't remember what it was and as soon as you tell <laughs> yeah. me the answer as you tell me the answer i'm gonna be like of course it is and i'm gonna probably gonna do it for like a good nine or ten of those questions because they are things we've heard you're right and it's just like yeah i just white noise now until someone yeah. says what's this particular noise from you're like oh fair enough well so, let's see yeah. what you get on later on then eh? spoilers badly <laughs> good lord i do hope dear listener you've done far better than we have because that was uh that was a tough one thanks sean it's about time we had a challenge i suppose yeah fuck you sean <laughs> <laughs> oh, love you guys love you Jesus. guys <laughs> I was trying well, to be the spectral range of spectral range of self-deprecating from me, congratulatory from Ross, just offensive from Paul. <laughs> so, so we roll our finger guns. The other day oh, on the BBC.co.uk, I wonderful news about Grand Theft Auto's brand new mode uh, in the online at the Diamond Casino and Resort went up and caused a bit of a stir. Now I'm going to give it a little bit of a read. Um, this is a very kind of hyperbolic version of what it actually is because you know we can talk about it a little more once i've done this but it gives a kind of an idea of what we're about to talk about so over at the bbc they've said grandpa dozo 5 has opened an in-game casino where real money can be spent on gambling chips but they cannot be converted back into cash the new feature was launched as a regulator to grapple with whether in-game wages should be treated as gambling in gta online players can buy in-game dollars with real currency and then convert their virtual dollars to gambling chips the game is rated for for ages 18 and over but remains popular among young teens. The in-game currency can be used to acquire cars, weapons, cosmetic items, and used to play slot machines like roulette or poker. Some players reported that while they could walk around the casino area, the gambling tables were blocked in their country where gambling is illegal. Gamers had mixed reactions to the discovery that gambling chips can be purchased with real cash, blah, 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 etc., etc., etc. Goes on from that. So, there's been a little bit of a hubbub about this this week, about whether or not 
Rockstar is encouraging its younger audience to gamble and all that short shit. We don't actually win anything, even though you're putting real money into the game. Um, I'm going to get to Paul because we've been playing it uh, a fair bit this week, the Diamond Resort. I think it's a really interesting update and I'm enjoying it a lot. But at any point, have you felt compelled to buy real shark cards in order to advance further in the Diamond Resort? Um, the, only, the only time I've ever bought a shark card was for, I think it was 25000 in-game dollars. Now, just so I could buy this car, I wanted it forever. And then, yeah, I, I, I've never felt compelled to to mm. spend real money in a, I mean, that's, a fake casino. Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing about it, is that the chips that you get daily, you need to sign up for 500 GTA dollars to get in, to get in mm-hmm. as a member of the resort. And then once you're in, every day you get 1,000 free chips, which you can convert back into GTA dollars. And that's what you can spend the shark cards on, which is what has got a lot of people riled up about stuff like that. And so there's a big argument going on about spending actual money in a casino, but not actually getting any money back. So is well, it really gambling? Well, can you not just say, well, look, I bought a shark card. I bought, I don't know, one of those 60, I don't know, $3 million shark cards. I bought myself a, a in-game car. Why have I not got a real car? Do you know what I mean? Why don't they send me a real car for bought in a game? You know, I'm stupid. It's a ridiculous argument. <laughs> it is. Uh, Sean, have you got any thoughts on this? Yeah, I'm about to make a ridiculous argument. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. I'm excited. So I, I've always had a bit of a, an issue with any game that allows you to put in real money to gamble and not win any real money back. Like the analogy Paul's just made, if, if I went into a real casino and walked out with 30 grand, I would expect to walk out with 30 grand. And a lot of games now are including gambling and allowing people to spend real money within those gambling arenas, but aren't allowing you to pay out. I didn't like it when Prosperity... Um, is it Prosperity Poker? Yeah, Prosperity Poker. And I didn't like it when Pure Hold'em did it. Both of those games, you could go in and play poker... You bought the game for, I think it was 20 quid when it came out, or free and Prosperity Poker. And then you could spend real money to buy chips. And the only thing you could do with those chips is buy cosmetic items to change the person that you couldn't see anyway because you couldn't fucking see your own player. Or you could now bet at higher stakes tables. Now, the games were exactly the fucking same. There was, you know, like the gameplay was exactly the same. You were still playing poker. There was no difference between the higher stakes tables and the ones that you were playing at with the free shitty you know, chips that you got with the game. So if you did win big in those games, you could never pay out. So if you put like 80 quid in to play at the, the high stakes tables, you gambled all that away, you were either left with nothing, or if you won, you were still left with nothing. You'd still pay 80 pounds to end up with virtual chips, and you'd been gambling. Now, the, the same issue applies to the... GTA Online Casino, you are allowed to buy chips with a shark card. You know, you can go out, buy a shark card, put those those GTA bucks into chips and gamble. I understand there are blockers within the casino to stop you spending too much time there and spending too much money there. They, they eventually kick you out, apparently, if you spend something like, is it 12 hours there? So if you spend 12 hours in the casino straight, they will kick you out of the casino for a certain amount of time, which I think is a nice... I wish I would kick people out of their house if they spend 12 hours in Grand Theft Auto. They'd be kicked out of their house. 
Uh, yeah, there is a limit on how many chips can be bought every hour in the casino. Okay, so there are limits to how much you could spend in the casino. I appreciate that from from uh, Rockstar's perspective, but also they have opened up the possibility of people going out, buying chips with their own money via shark cards and having nothing to show for it in the real world. You know, it doesn't matter how many fucking chips they win, they still can't cash that out. The only difference is, and I'm talking the only difference, is that one's regulated and the other is not. At one, you can win. One, you're spending money to play a game of of like poker or roulette or whatever and you cannot win the house always wins in that casino if you spend real money i find it like i've, I've been listening to a lot of you know chat about this and there's been like people saying yeah well you know it's not it's not real money okay it isn't real money. You can go in and get some free chips. That is cool. You know, having a casino in a game, that's great. I love, you know, a, you know to go to a, camp, a casino in real life. I probably will go to the casino here. But there are people that have been playing Grand Theft Auto from, you know, day dot. And they have gambling problems. And now they, they the, the Grand Theft Auto have now put in a casino into the game. If they have a gambling problem... And they, you know, say you've got clean. They've, they, you know, they've cured themselves of that illness. They are now, you know, having something forced on them within the online mode. You know, there is no choice for them to play online without having the casino now. That is shitty. That's awful. That's putting temptation in front of people who don't need that. Do you feel it should be it should be uh, legislated in some way? Uh, you know, the gaming industry has done a really good job of of um, kind of legislating itself. When we got loot boxes, you know, we we started, you know, we didn't need laws to say, okay, people are pissed off about this. We'll start putting percentages on boxes. Mm. But they were always just a fucking fruit machine. Yeah. You know, they were always just a fruit machine. You'd put money in, you'd pull a crank, you might get something good. 99% of the time, you wouldn't. So <laughs> it's it's difficult because I don't think modern day gambling laws have caught up with the fact that yes there are now games where people can put in money real money something that is of value and can then gamble within a game and it is gambling because you know you're waging some of your in-game money that you bought with real money against a virtual game of chance but you are unable to get anything in, in return if you do win of any real world value because you can't sell um, items in a lot of these games for real world money. It's impossible to transaction between accounts. This is what um, the gambling watchdog have said. So the UK gambling watchdog told MPs on Monday that it does not oversee the purchase of in-game content like video game loot boxes because there is no official way to monetize the winnings. A prize has to be either money or have monetary value in order for it to fall under gambling legislation, it told a parliamentary committee. However, a grey area exists in some games where a third-party black market operates, allowing players to gamble or sell the in-game items they win. Some examples include players earned through card packs in FIFA or rare skins earned in things like Counter-Strike. So, yeah. I mean, is the Diamond Casino any worse or any better than Ultimate Team Packs in FIFA? Um, it's the same. You know, it's... That's what I thought. This, this is this is my problem, right? Okay, 
the reason that everyone's talking about this is because it is a casino in a video game. You know, and the game, the games industry has been getting away with this kind of stuff for a while now. But it's not the first, is it? Is it? It, it isn't. It's, well, there, there's been casinos in lots is of it, games. Is it, um, is it a much bigger deal because it's Grand Theft Auto? I think it's a much bigger, bigger deal because we are now at a point where I, I think this is probably the first casino in a video game that didn't allow it previously, but now does allow you to gamble with real money and have no way to win something. And I totally understand why the, you know, the gambling authorities are saying, well, basically just people are pissing their own money away. You know, it, they, they can't win anything. We, the, you, the, you, the only value that, that those items within Grand Theft Auto have are to the person who's playing the game. Yeah. They have no real-world value. So in their eyes, it's like somebody's just gone out and just set £10 on fire. Because, you know, <laughs> they, they can watch it burn. But that is what you yeah. are doing with Grand Theft Auto. You, you, if, if you are putting real-world money into the game, then you are paying to play the game. But the difference in the real life is you can go to a casino, you can put money down and play a game and win. And they are exactly the same rules in the real world and those that are in Grand Theft Auto. So I don't think... And it would really, really help if, if the games industry would stop with this now because it's not as if Grand Theft Auto Five hasn't earned enough fucking money already. Hmm. Like, it doesn't need this. And the the problem is, I you know I don't have it. I don't care if, if people go out, you know, spend you know twenty quid on this a week or whatever, whatever the limit is that they are putting on it. But it it's going to be any day now that some kid spends one thousand four hundred pound. On Grand Theft Auto, and the Daily Mail kick it off again, and we end up back in Parliament again, having people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about talking about games again. And it's just we need to be smarter as an industry to know when we are just fucking up royally, and when we need to okay, okay, right, let's let's just think about this. This will get a lot of money, but also we could be fucking up all potential, you know. Where we, we, you know, like DLC, is that the next thing they're going to fucking bring up in Parliament? Why are you not signing the whole game? You know, that's yeah. going to be a fucking shitstorm for fucking, you know, the boomers to try and fucking understand. Uh, no, you bring up some fantastic points. And I think this is going to be a conversation that goes on for a while. Uh, Greg, have you got any thoughts on this? Uh, nothing that Sean hasn't covered in a very salient point. Um, to me, it just really highlights the whole pandemic of microtransactions and shark cards are a form of microtransaction and i still think it's an absolutely abhorrent practicing games you know dress it up as gambling like literal gambling but having i mean it is an in-game currency model i see no issue with it at all uh red dead's got it other games have gambling poker that kind of stuff so i see no issue with it as soon as real money gets involved i mean if you're dumb enough to buy a shark card or real currency into GTA's casino expecting a payout, then you obviously haven't played Grand Theft Auto. Um, it's not, you're not going to get money out of it. So, yeah, Sean's covered all that. Um, but, yeah, to me, it just, microtransactions are a practice that need to die. And it annoys me that this is just another dressed up way of Rockstar getting more and more money out of people, optional money, they don't have to. But like Sean said, the house always wins. You're always going to think, mm, what if I put a tenner in and I can get some more in-game currency because I really want a car in GTA Online, which 
I haven't played much GTA Online because of that practice of you've got to have millions and millions. Yeah, it's just another stupid way of dressing up uh, corporate greed. And I like Rockstar, but this practice of shark cards and uh, what does what does GTA Online generate a day? It's something insane, isn't it? Oh man, I don't even want to know. It's, to is honest. it six figures a day or a week? It's something yeah. obscene, isn't it? Yeah, like half of T- uh, half of Take Two's financials were online monetization this time, and there were like two games where that existed, and it was Red Dead and it was <laughs> it was Grand Theft yeah. Auto. So yeah, yeah, I mean they don't they don't need it. It's mm. just it's just it's just inherent greed isn't it it's just hand over fist people throwing money at it you know do you remember a time when people were saying was gta 5 single player content they've forgotten that now because they've got gta online and they can fly rocket powered rockets at each other and rocket oh just i don't like it i don't like it as a business practice it's not going to go away because i'm one insignificant person against a billionaire company like that it's just the gambling side of it is i hope people aren't dumb enough to put money into shark cards but you know people will for gambling yes. uh the, the tabloid side of it, it it's really weird because that article contradicts itself you know they're saying like i was going to say i was going to when you read it out the first time i was going to say but they haven't mentioned shark cards and then they kind of contradicted themselves and said you know players or fans i'm paraphrasing it you know can buy in-game currency so it's like well then you're making the gambling thing something like the only monetization in there and then they sort of went oh yeah but people do put money in it anyway it's just the gambling that you know, is going to attract more people in. No, it's not, because people still buy shark cards as it is. So, yeah, I, gambling aside, well, gambling is part of the bigger picture. I don't like it when it involves real money. I don't like online games that are pay to win. Uh, and GTA 5 is going that way. You know, I don't play it often enough, and I'm way behind, and I haven't got a house, I haven't got this, because I'm not going to just grind for 500 hours or buy shark cards. And it just sucks. That's taken all the fun out of GTA Online for me. I'm, I actually agree with you there, Greg. I mean, it is, it is ridiculous. The, the, the amount of money some of the, uh, the vehicles go for and you just have to grind and grind and grind and it's just ridiculous. But do you ever see a day when something like, great, say, I don't know, when maybe when Grand Theft Auto 6 comes out and with this online element, it'd be like a, a monthly subscription of all things. Could you ever see that happening? Oh, I probably could. What I'd like, what I'd like in an ideal world of puppies, kittens and unicorns is GTA 6 to come out and they go, you know what, because we made so much money on the last one, it's free. Enjoy the world as we created it. But that would never happen. It would just the practice will carry on. Uh, yeah, I have no nothing to add that Sean, you guys haven't added anyway. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm anti microtransaction just as a principle because it just fucks me right off. It ruined Street Fighter. It ruined a lot of my favorite games. I hate it, and it ain't gonna change. I hope it does because Star Wars Battlefront opened up that can of worms that's got more legislation on it. But it's a slow boil. It's mm. you know it's it's. It's boiling a swimming pool. It's going to take a very long time to actually have any effect. I just, I just hate the fact that you do buy a game full price, as what fifty, sixty quid these days, and you still got to pay in-game stuff. To I was going through the, I was going to the summer store. Just, to, I, I know we need to crack on, but just a very quick divergent thing. Um, Street Fighter Five. I bought that on launch. It was broken, and then they released the arcade edition, which was slightly cheaper, but that's another thirty quid on top of the forty you've already paid for Street Fighter. And then there's the completely optional clothing packs now they're on the store at the moment for something like seven pound fifty each and that's with the discount and there's like 10 on there so that's already another 70 quid then you've got the season passes like the characters season two season three which about another 15 quid each now do the math quickly 30 quid 70 quid on top of that there's 150 quid for street fighter 5 
That is disgusting. And that's what just yeah, killed just Street Fighter cool. for me. The same thing did happen with Street Fighter 4. But they did release the arcade edition for free. They released Super Street Fighter 4 and then they released Super Street Fighter 4 and then it was arcade edition, which was a free update. And some of the cosmetic packs were just that. But Street Fighter 5 just ruined it because it's just obscene. And this is what's going to happen with a lot of games. And I hate it. Like, like you said, Paul, you spend full price on a game. Like season passes, prime example. Some special editions of games don't come with season passes. So if you spunked out 90 quid on a special edition because it's got a figurine in it or something, you still have to fork out another 30 quid for a season pass. That's bananas. You think for that money, you'd get all that with it. That's nuts. Gaming the only, sucks the only decent company, the only decent, <laughs> the only decent thing that I've seen with a decent season pass, uh, which, which laid out on the table straight away, was The Witcher 3. And they said, we're going to have two bits of content. It's going to be very big chapters of games. The rest of it, we're going to give you 16 free pieces of content. And they did. And they were honest about it. And they've even said, we're not going to put any day one pre-order bonus stuff in with Cyberpunk. And yeah, good good guy CD Project Red. Anyway, that was my divergent tangent, but that is part of the parcel as to why I don't like GTA Online's business practice and casino. I was talking to uh, breathe. Uh, <laughs> I was talking to a friend of mine about the Diamond Resort the other day, and he said GTA Five is still going. And I went, Yeah, man, it just it just keeps on chugging along. I was like, Why? Why have they not moved on to GTA Six yet? And I said, Well, <laughs> it's because since um, the last quarter of April 2019. GTA Online, on its own, has made over $6 billion. It's not going any away anytime soon in GTA 6. Because of this, it's probably a long, long way off. So, you know, uh, you know that bit in Akira when um, Tetsuo stops taking his You've never seen Akira? Oh, I'm no. about to spoil it for you then, so I'm not going to continue that analogy. All right. But uh, it was going to be a very salient point, but I won't make that now. Go and watch Akira. Right. I just want to play Devil's Advocate just a little bit. So don't get me wrong, I hate Rockstar and what they do and all the money they make, but also, you know, there are in-game currencies, but also every single piece of DLC they've released, as far as I know, has been free. And some of those DLCs has been pretty massive updates, like the casino, for example, which adds to the game. I mean, they could have quite easily, you know, said, oh, you know, DLC. Ah, but that's the the catch-22, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, don't get wrong. But a lot of the content in there costs a lot more money, in game money to buy. All the the special new car racing games, and the latest cars and everything. Exactly. So, you know, but, you know, it's free. And, you know, if you you really wanted the car and he's really inclined to, you could just grind your way and get the money if you wanted to. In that case, Ah, that that answers. That answers. Don't get wrong. It's absolute bullshit. (laughs) But, um, you know, I'm just. Advocate but then if one. you know because because all of the extra content like the nightclubs and um the space races and all that crazy stuff that they've added over over the years is all free that shows how successful the shark cards have been over time hasn't it surely well yeah because i guess so yeah if that's yeah, their yeah. only form of revenue in gta online then what the hell <laughs> that's just you know it's it's frightening really it, it's it's really a problem that's not going to go away basically it's not it's not because too, um, many, people, I think too many people still play it. I think we've gone off topic on the casino side of it, but it's a, it's it's opened up a can of worms that is it's an endemic and it sucks. On the other end of it, the GTA uh, Diamond Casino Resort, the in-game missions and penthouse and the roof terrace, it's all very very cool and very interesting, and the missions are really fun. So if you can by chance go to the casino, but not actually play anything in the casino unless you play it with your own chips, you'll have a great time. Okay. I like that's that's a, that's a nice little disclaimer at the end there. That's quite that's not sarcasm. That's cool that you know if you can if you can avoid the trappings of real money, then I'm sure it's good fun. 
You'd say online's also, biggest also. issue is other people because they're mm. they're either people that have been playing it for years and are like level three hundred and twenty four and don't want to play with you know people like me that have just jumped back into it, or it's eight year olds. You know, <laughs> one thing, <laughs> so, that's a problem. One thing that uh, that the update hasn't done is fix the fucking game, which is broken as fuck. So yeah, if you mean, fix it, and then Diamond you know, uh, Diamond launched with. Um, some massive issues. No, not just that. The entire GK Online game is still broken even now. So uh, get it fixed and then, you know, get on to number six. Anyway. Talking of greedy business practices, EA are at Gamescom. Man, it's all about the segues tonight. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this. Seamless. Seamless. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, there's been a, a little tidbit going around that EA themselves are going to appear at some kind of presentation at this year's Gamescom event in Germany. Uh, Sean, have you got any uh, news on this? Any thoughts of what we might be seeing? Uh, yes. So the rumor comes about, and this came about like yesterday, so sun, Sunday for anyone listening to this. The rumor came about because FIFA 20 released an update to some players who were asking some details about there being a big update on FIFA 20 at Gamecom. And there would be a press conference on the 20th of August, which just so happens to be during Gamescom. There's also some other things happening. So I reached out to a friend at EA and said, are you going to Gamescom this year? It would be nice to meet up. And he said, yeah, I'll be there, which is cool. You know, they he's going Wait to Gamescom. Wait a minute. You're not going to Gamescom. No, I'm not. No. Oh, you shady journalist. And look, you know, <laughs> I wanted to well, know. We should have said EA now. Do, right? Now, if they're listening, they're going to blacklist you. No, like I, I, I've not like he's going to be at EA. I, I, I have not asked at any point. Are EA going to be putting on a press conference? I am actually reasonably good friends with this guy, and there is, you know, a genuine interest from me whether he was going to Gamescom or not. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, <laughs> he's going to be all excited to see you at Gamescom, and you're just not going to be there. Who says I'm not going? Um, anyway, <laughs> so <Ouch>. yes, <laughs> so yeah, people from EA are going to Gamescom. There is no confirmation from EA whether there is going to be a press conference or not. But earlier in the year, they also mentioned that they would be announcing uh, Need for Speed at one of these uh, at an event, and it wasn't a T3. And the only two events between now and when the game is apparently supposed to release later this year are Gamescom and Tokyo Game Show. And Tokyo Game Show would not be the greatest place to announce Need for Speed game, which is primarily sold in the West. Need for Speed also has a link to the Nuremberg Ring, which is obviously in Germany, where Gamescom is being held. This all started to kind of pique my interest, so I did a bit of a search for influencers and streamers and whether they would be attending Gamescom or not. One particular streamer that said it publicly, and a couple that have said it privately, have confirmed that they are going to EA, uh, going to Gamescom, thanks to EA. So the one you could search on Twitter if you'd like to get the confirmation on this, his name is Grizzly, and he primarily plays European Truck Driver, Wolfenstein, and Battlefield Five. And we know that Chapter 5 of Battlefield is coming soon, so he's going to to Gamescom thanks to EA. There isn't really any point in sending <laughs> a streamer to EA uh, to, to Gamescom unless they're going to be showing off something and they need them to influence these 
you know, the, the masses. So there is quite a lot of evidence mounting up that they are going to have a show at Gamescom. And then you come to the fact that they've just given out keys to a private beta, which nobody was supposed to know about, but of course made it onto the internet for Project Picnic, which is actually Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 3. So obviously all of those all of those invites went out. They, they got made public. Now, the idea would be if you were going to announce and maybe release a game very soon, you'd want it tested and you'd want a beta. Beta suggests that they are quite close to being at release. You know, they've got the content complete and now they're just testing for bugs. This could be mean that, you know, towards the end of August or maybe before Christmas, we could be seeing that game. We could also be seeing it released and announced at Gamescom. So, yeah, a lot of good stuff from EA and a lot of smoke and suggestions of fire. Do you actually think they may actually turn up at Gamescom with a fully working version of Anthem? (laughs) What do you think? Uh, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. (laughs) Money-grabbing fuckers. Anyway. Uh, Do you know, I I imagine they would, if if they are having a press conference and they are, you know, doing it, I think Adam will get a mention. I'm pretty sure Star Wars uh, Fallen Order would get a mention. All of the stuff that EA have got coming out at the end of this year and all the content that they are dropping. So Anthem is getting a big expansion that's apparently going to fix the game. Um, expansion of more not working stuff. I'm excited. Well, they, they, they put back the first expansion, didn't they? So they like said, okay, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to release this expansion yet until we fix the bugs. So they fixed the bugs, then they released the package. And now obviously the lack of players is the problem. You know, they, they're releasing content to a field full of crickets. So they should give uh, initial people who bought it uh, the game for free again because they probably all sold it because it's shit. You know, I imagine possibly a Gamescom announcement will be that Anthem will be on EA Access by the end of August. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Th- there and then, I imagine. Uh, so EA Access is, of course, now on PS4. Um, it's a bare bones edition of it. There's There's at least 40 odd games on there, but. Of course, we haven't got the backwards compatibility on PS4, so none of the original stuff. Or Alice Madness Returns is not on it, and it, that broke my heart. Just in case you want so, to play Madden 2014. Yeah, if, like, you're really, uh, if you're really fancy Madden 14, it's there for you. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. The Gamescom stage makes sense for FIFA, right? Because it's right in the middle of Europe. And this is where FIFA sells the most, is across Europe. So it makes sense for them to be there to do a big blowout. Maybe even announce a new career mode that they've revamped and rejigged, but probably not. Probably not. The more I look at it, the more I think I probably won't get FIFA this year because if I now EA Access is on PS4, I can play 10 hours of it on EA Access for £4. And that might just be enough for me this year. (laughs) Yeah. Because there's no journey. There's nothing really kind of grabbing me to play it this year, you know? it's the, The street stuff is pretty much the only addition, is it? Yeah, and if you can if you can get everything you want out of that in the ten hour trial, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but a new Plants vs Zombies is very exciting. One and two, I've always enjoyed these big sort of like three D shooters that are a bit more a bit more lighthearted and a bit more comedic. They're always quite fun. So a third one is very welcome. They're like they're like video game comfort food. That's what they are. Holy shit! Talking of video game comfort food, segue. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. I'm smashing it tonight. I don't want. I, I don't know why you guys aren't applauding it. All these amazing segues, but we, we just... thought you put it in post production. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll just, I'll just put a massive applause over each one. 
this is going to be a quick one because unbelievably because we never we never do this but we're running over so and um, we're going to talk about very quickly about games that games that when we're in a bit of a gaming slump we kind of fall back on if there's nothing really out or nothing that we're really kind of connecting to games that we'll play regardless no matter what over the years this game's built up that we get very comfortable with games that we go back to because we're they feel like a a big warm blanket and just food that we want to eat you know games that you just want to digest without really thinking about it because we played them over and over and over again and they're not actually about food which is a great, <laughs> great. conversation we have yeah <laughs> i gotta i'm gonna oh own up God. to that i gotta own up to that i misread the uh the initial chat about that and i took it as two separate things as in comfort food and the games we fall back on not the thing so i said in the conversation i was like well my contribution is just going to be i eat jaffa cakes when i play games <laughs> so not my proudest moment <laughs> but we uh, got there so in the you, end you thought that we were going to talk about food that we eat literal food we video games literal food yes <laughs> what literal about snacks can literal ask, snacks that we like can i ask why jaffa cakes because jaffa cakes are fucking amazing yeah, yeah but they got chocolate man they're like sticky controller no, not what? No, you don't. How hot is it in Stoke that fucking your Jaffa cakes melt? We we are the seventh circle of hell here, so it's very hot. Okay, <laughs> but you just you you don't pull one at a time, so you get chocolate fingers. You pull the packet out, you open the packet lengthways, so you can grab it by the base. Okay. Jesus, you need to ram it in the mouth before it gets a chance to melt. Let's see, Northerners don't know a damn thing. Uh, I thought North was supposed to be cold. Greg doesn't sweat. Greg listens. <laughs> just naturally moist. <laughs> anyway, Greg, I'm going to start with you because this has been delightful. So, what is your what is your video game comfort food? And I'm talking about a video game, Batman, Arkham Asylum, uh, Arkham, Arkham Trilogy. Oh, okay, just any one that sort of feels. Uh, play. I know I said a couple of weeks ago, so grow. Um, gaming, gaming bad habits. When I said I keep buying remasters and stuff like that, uh, Batman's one of them. Um, I absolutely loved Arkham Asylum when it first came out, and then Arkham City, and then Arkham Knight was a bit sure. But every time they re-release it, I end up with it. I think I paid a tenner on the sale a couple of years ago and got the Arkham Collection, and then they just put them on Game Pass recently, and Arkham Knight's gone on there as well. I just fall back to them, just because there's the combat challenges, there's the free roaming, not so much in Asylum. But I think they're just, they're fun. And I'm, I'm not Batman's biggest fan. I don't read comics i barely read comics at all so i can't tell you any sort of real story arcs apart from a couple that i've listened and the films are good um saying that i haven't watched any of dc's latest films but there's something about the batman games that are just fun and i think the, the combat system in it is quite cathartic i know it spawned a whole new uh style of fighting that got copied in many other games like sleeping dogs like spider-man mordor all that kind of stuff but there's just something fun about the Batman games. Like, I, I don't know. I'll play like the campaign through and then do New Game Plus. I'll play some of the Riddler challenges, uh, the separate challenges like the, the combat ones and the Predator ones. Yeah, Batman really. Or um, failing that, Resident Evil. Especially Resident Evil 4 because it is quite a pick up and play. Okay. Paul? I don't know. I kind of like when it comes to like that kind of thing, it's more, more like retro games. So I've always got Streets of Rage and Revenge of Shinobi on tap, ready for an on like absolutely bored shit. It's everything out at the moment. So I like a bit retro because I, I played so much when I was a kid. It all just like comes second nature. And, you know, I just love the games anyway, especially Streets of Rage. I absolutely love that game. They should release that soundtrack as it is, but like 
made with like real instruments, not like digital synths. Anyway, I prefer a bit of Reso Gun and again because that's just I love it. Launch game for PS4 and I'm still playing it. That's impressive. Nice. Reso Gun is terrific. It is. Absolutely terrific. Sean? Lego games. Yeah. It's all about the Lego games. I know for a fact that I am being skinner boxed every time I play them. I know that I'm being patted on the head for getting, you know, mini kits and studs and shit. But I just, it's so cathartic just to smash shit up as little minifigures and have some slapstick comedy. And I can play these with my kids, which is even better. You know, if I'm having a shitty day, there is really nothing better than putting like Star Wars The Force Awakens on with both of my twins and like having a swap the controller every time one of us dies. It's just the best at gaming experiences. You all need like a mini you just to go and play games with. I'm telling you now. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. I, I tried, <laughs> but the experiment failed. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, just the Lego games, the pure. Lovely. Good stuff. How about you, Roscoe? Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Oh, nice. Uh, because it's... Any it's reason happened. why 2 in particular? Sorry. Uh, because it's the greatest video game ever made. Yeah, I mean, it's just the game that I've played. I mean, I've played on every single system that it's currently available on. And wow. I, abs- I absolutely adore it. Like, if I have... It's on my phone. It's on my laptop. It's on the PS4. It's on the Switch. It's been on my Xbox. It's been on 360. It's just, if it's there, I will play it, and I will play it from beginning to end in one sitting. And I find myself doing it an awful lot. Um, I had it on my iPad. I went When I went to Spain last week, I played it on the plane, back to front. I know every single nook and cranny of that game, and I can finish it in around about 31 minutes was my last time. Oh, man, that's and good. Thanks, man. And I just adore it. And it's just, again, if, I've, if I'm a little bit burnt out on kind of AAA releases, it happens a little bit i think everyone to everyone around january february and over the summer i'll just crank out sonic 2 and it's just a really just it just feels nice it just feels easy because i used to play it when i was a kid and i loved it you know it was the first game with tails and tails is you know one of my favorite video game characters of all time and it just uh yeah it just hits you in that kind of like like the kid inside me just loves playing it and it never really goes away it's it's kind of weird that all our choices have been sort of nostalgic like Paul's specifically like he said played it a lot when he was a kid obviously I know Batman is a bit uh, older than that but it's that the things you grew up with isn't it and it's, like you, you ever play Batman that's... Returns by any chance on Super Nintendo no I didn't play a lot of the early Batman ones oh so that's quite good you always enjoyed that it's one of the best Batman games ever it was yeah I mean if it was out of if, if they were available on Switch or PS4 I think my answer probably would have been um, Aladdin and The Lion King uh, no, I've never finished The Lion King. Oh man, it's hard. It's hard. Uh, what was the one that always got me? Um, Elephant's Graveyard. That was difficult. Mm-hmm. And then later on, I think when you're adult Simba and you go back, or one of the levels before, I'd, I'd never finished it. It's tough. Sure. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to get a Mega Drive and I'm going to get a streaming box. I'm going to show you how to play these games, boys, because these aren't hard. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> Oh god, here we go. I played them at a young age. Same here. Jesus, it's not like <laughs> you have magic thumbs. I don't. Did you um Sean, did you ever complete Ranger Shinobi? Uh no. I don't even think ah, I played he it. He is horrible. I don't think I played if it. If you get his Mega Drive streaming box, plug in some uh Ranger Shinobi and get to I think it's the Oh Revenge of Shinobi. Yes. No, that game is fucking nails. 
It is now. Yeah. There's one level, I think you're going through the, the docks or something, and there's a jump between some boats, which I think is actually too big to get across. Yeah, you have to be pixel perfect on the jump, and you have to walk off too far off the pier, don't you, to oh, get over the jump. Yeah, I like to see you do that, man, because that like, that's been the bane of my life. Right, yeah. okay. We should do this. We should challenge each other on Twitch and put it on TV for you know people to watch. If only we'd had this idea like twelve months ago, maybe. Anyway, eight years ago. <laughs> you know that if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime, and you can subscribe to. <laughs> oh, our I channel. haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> At no extra cost if you want to. Our Twitch channel, which hardly ever gets used, but it will soon, it as we keep saying. <laughs> It needs to. I, I know I enjoy it. I really enjoy that camaraderie when we play the game together. Well, once you know, once this podcast is out, the embargo for Blackout would have lifted. So yeah, we have enough people for it. We do maximum of three players, unfortunately. But um, yeah, between us, I reckon we can probably work something out. Um, well, in terms of modern games, I've done screwing Grand Theft Auto, by the way, so we could all four of us jump into that. Yeah, I sent um, I sent an invite, and I haven't. Has it I been accepted? I have accepted, I believe. I sent you an invite back or something. I don't know how it works. It's fucking rock star. Oh, I haven't got that back yet. I don't know. It's all messed up. We'll look into it. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. It is time for the quiz answers. Oh, we're I'm, so excited, aren't we? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not looking forward to this. But uh, it's going to be an embarrassment. I'm guaranteeing that right now. It's going to be fine. Guns, do, 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 can we can we not play the first one and just have the answer? Uh, I'll play <laughs> it with my phone well away from the microphone. Ready? Okay. All right. Number Ready one. for the answers. Here we go. Number one. God. Oh, that's awful. Ouch. Yes, it's not good in the game either. Um, let's go with Roscoe. What have you got for that, buddy? Mario Kart. That is correct, Mario Kart. Yeah. Question two. Okay, Greg, what have you got for that, buddy? Ocarina of Time. That is correct. Zelda Ocarina. Ocarina. Yes. That's another comfort game. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Okay, um, question three. Okay, Paul, what have you got for that, buddy? Is it actually Road Rash? <laughs> nope, it's not Road Rash. Roscoe, what have you got? Oh, God. Is it Days Gone? It is not Days Gone. Yeah. Greg, what have you got? Diddy Kong Racing? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are the airplanes at the start? Nope. Okay, that is the sound of a big daddy from Bioshock. Oh. Oh. Well, oh dear. Okay, awkward, question four. Question four. Yep. Question four. Uh, there was one between that. Five, wasn't it? Ah, oh, shit. Where's it gone? Yeah, this one wants it. Yeah, that one. Okay. Roscoe, you know what this one is, don't you? No. <laughs> Greg, have you got any idea what this is? Is it Rayman? Nope. Paul, Ooh, do you know okay. what that is? Um, no. <laughs> okay, that is the sound of a stud being collected in uh, every single Lego game. Oh. I thought I recognised it, but I couldn't. Um, yeah. Damn. There's always so much noise going on. 
<laughs> okay. Um, question five. Okay, Greg, Tom, Tom, oh, buddy. Street Fighter. Street Fighter two, to be more specific. <laughs> you nerd. Hope you both. I've that. got Street Fighter tattoos. Of course, I'm a nerd. <laughs> okay, what's this one? Oh shit! Here we go again. Here we go again. Uh, Paul, you said this was one of your favourite ever games. Well, I hope it's San Andreas then. Yes, it is San yeah. Andreas. Congratulations. Okay, next question. Roscoe, have you got a guess on this one? Is it Mega Man? It isn't Mega Man. Yes. No, it isn't. It isn't. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> is it Frogger? Um, it isn't Frogger. Paul? Yeah. Um, is it Donkey Kong? It isn't. Wow. That is the noise <laughs> of Pokemon being healed in Pokemon. Oh, God. Oh, I've never played a Pokemon game. Because we're all massive Pokemon fans. Jesus. Uh, Oh, yeah, it's not as if any of the listeners might be. Jesus Christ, you grumpy fox. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, because I forget you, you, fight, you fight for the user, don't you, I Trump? fight for the user, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Okay. I want the specific game, Paul. No. <laughs> kidding. Kidding. <laughs> I think I could give you a specific game, but I don't want to get marked down if it's not the specific game. You know, just obviously tell me the series. Go on. Is it Super Mario World? It is. Well done. It, it's Mario. You know that sounds used in a couple of games, but yeah. Okay. Next question. Oh, it gets sick. Okay. Now, Greg, I think you've got this because I think. <laughs> Go on. Tell me what you what is you've written Is this real kill? Because we were talking about it. No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> Okay, uh, Ross, have you got a guess? Uh, is it is it Half Life slash Silent Hill slash Agony slash? No, 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 no. Um, yeah, Paul, what have you got, buddy? Ghost. Is it is it either Dark. Bubsy the Bobcat or Fear Three? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> is um, it Dark Ghost? <laughs> no, that is actually Quake. Uh, uh, I said Doom. Yeah, it wasn't cool. Doom, was it? <laughs> <laughs> you also said shitloads of other games. <laughs> okay. We you heard that. Question ten. One more time. Roscoe, what's that noise, buddy? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I really should know. I know. But I don't. I can't find it in my head. Greg. Uh, see above. Paul, uh, Sonic. That's the noise of somebody dying in Fortnite. Nah, no, I don't play Fortnite. Fuck Fortnite. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Fucking Next man. question. This is going to piss me misery. off. This is going to piss me off royally. Put me out of my fucking misery. God, <laughs> that is Tetris. Uh, that is the sound of failing at Tetris. Oh Something God. you all sound very familiar with. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next question. Now, Paul, what's the sound, buddy? What's that for? 
Uh, well, I've gone for some random punt of Assassin's Creed. Congratulations, buddy. Well done. Yes. <laughs> Fuck you. <yeah. laughs> That's why I started laughing when you went. I haven't got a clue what that was in the quiz. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know you know that noise. Okay. Difficult one. Okay. What's that? Anybody got a guess? I mean, it sounds like Zelda, but it's not, is it? It oh. isn't. No, no, I I should know it, but I, I drew a blank. Is it okay. Mystical Ninja starring Gomon? <laughs> no, it is Fez. Lover. It's Fez. Oh, right, yeah. Fez, he... that's, ooh, that's a deep cut. When you get yeah. a cube. Yep. Yeah. Or when you okay. complete a cube, yeah. Okay, question. I, f- I finished Fez as well, and that's really annoying. Yeah, yeah well, that's it. I, I knew that it was like something we'd all played, so. <laughs> okay. Next question. The door opening and closing from Doom. That's correct, yeah. That is the door opening and closing in Doom. I can remember that, but I can't remember fucking Fez. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question 15. Toasty! Paul, what's that, buddy? Mortal Kombat. That is correct. Um, question 16. Okay, Roscoe, what have you got for that? Uh, I have a dash. You have a dash? That is incorrect. Unanswered. (laughs) Um, Greg, what have you got? i got Duck Hunt. Paul, what have you got? Uh, Pac-Man. Well, Greg gets the point because it is Duck Hunt. Fucking yes! It's where the duck (laughs) dies, isn't it? That is where the dog laughs. Dog dog laughs at you. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Paul's retro sensibilities letting him down there. Okay, next one. Okay, that isn't the sound of a printer. Paul, what have you got no. for that? Oh, I'll just put that in Leisure Suit Larry just for shits and giggles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Greg? Is it Cubert? It isn't. Oh. Roscoe? Uh, columns? No. Um. That is Pitfall. Never played it. Okay. That is wait, have, the we sound... a, have we missed a question? No, wait, no, no, sorry. I wrote down some... Ah, no, I didn't put one for that. Sorry. I've given away my next answer, which is probably wrong. Yeah. Cool. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it goes... Sorry, if we need evidence later on, I can send it, but Duck Hunt, I put Pass, whichever one that was, and then I gave away my next one. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that was the sound uh, in Pitfall every time you used a vine to cross a hole. Okay. Uh... Um, Next one. Oh, wait, hang on. We, I think we've missed one. Have we missed one? I think we've missed one because it goes Mortal Kombat, Duck Hunt, and then something in between that one, and then the one I thought was Qbert, which was the printer noise one. Yeah, 17. So this is 18. 19, 20, 20. Yeah, I think I've... Or I've just not given an answer. Anyway, I know what that one is. I did give my Cuba answer for the wrong question then. Okay. That was Last of, that was last of Us. That is The Last of Us. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm up to speed now. Sorry. Okay. Question 19 then, is this? Yeah. <laughs> Your delivery. Okay. Paul, what's that? <laughs> I don't know. Paperboy. What? What? 
What? I don't know. Roscoe, what's that? Uh, is it Paperboy? <laughs> um, Craig? It's Worms. What have you got? It's Worms, yeah. Special delivery. Ross, yeah. did you actually put special... Did you not get it? Yeah, I got it. I was just messing with you guys. I was going to say, you, you didn't really follow up. and I thought you'd actually put Paperboy as well. Okay. Next question. Okay. Paul, what have you got for that? Is it actually Stardew Valley? It isn't. It isn't. <laughs> <laughs> You're not far off, though, dude. You're not far off. Um, I don't. I don't think you know what Stardew Valley is. <laughs> it's a. It's a. It's a uh, sort of retro-looking farming type game thing. Yeah, I'm not sure they have zombies though. I didn't know that was a zombie. Yeah. That's not a zombie. Oh, I don't know. Greg, <laughs> Harvest Moon. No, um, no, that was Age of Empires. Um, that was Wallalo, which is what? like the noise that a, a a unit says repeatedly every time you select it. I'm not. I'm no PC gaming nerd. Yeah, I'm so glad that I'm aiming this quiz purely for you three. Yeah. Okay. Fighting for music. Next one. Um, just make sure I haven't missed one. This is the last one. Right? Silos needed. Yes. Yes. Silos needed. Okay, Paul. What's that? Dance, dance, revolution. Absolutely, buddy. Well done. Correct. No, it's so <laughs> fucking incorrect. Man of conquer. Um, Roscoe. Command and conquer. Correct. Both of you are correct. Well done. Because I'm, I'm a PC gaming nerd. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, actually, so... the first time I ever played uh, CNC was on the N64. Wow. Yeah. That was. That must have been terrible. Oh, it was. It was bad. How did that even control? Just like really quickly, obviously. Well, if you just imagine the N64 controller and trying to control an RTS with that thing. Yeah, I've, I've just got carpal tunnel syndrome thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if you just toss up your scores, um, let's start with Roscoe. 11. 11. Greg? Actually, more than I thought. Well 13. Done, 13. See? Okay. Paul? Uh, I'll just go to me and nine. Hey, I win! Wow. Greg wins! Greg, you've now pulled level with Paul in the Finger Guns Trivia Challenge leaderboard. Congratulations. Small round of applause. If you did play Thanks. a long time, if, uh, please let us know how you got on via the socials. Grand. Thank you very much indeed. Sean? Pleasure. Uh, right. Well done, Greg. Bravo. What a week you're having. Eh? First, you're getting your new tab. Now you've won the Finger Guns Trivia Challenge. If I don't know any better, that almost sounded like sarcasm. No, I was being... Oh. <laughs> I can never tell anymore with us. No, I understand. I understand. It's not real Jaffa Cakes, mate. <laughs> right. All that's left is out this week. And yeah, there's an interesting bunch of stuff out this week. So, Mutant Year Zero Seed of Evil was coming on July 30th for PC and PS4. Morphe's Law, which was that, um, that weird switch shooter where if you shot your, uh, your opponent, they got, you got bigger or something, or if they, they shot you, you got bigger. Anyway, it's being, it came out and it was trash, so they've absolutely remastered it and it's coming out now on PC. Uh, the Blackout Club is coming out on July 30th, which is very exciting. You'll be able to read our review of the game very soon, and we will be playing it at some point on Twitch as well because it's a fun game to watch people play 
Uh, let's see what else is coming out. Uh, the Tower of Beatrice is coming out on July 31st on Xbox One. I believe that's other systems as well. August the 1st, uh, the highlight, I think, is probably Chroma Squad coming to Switch. Chroma Squad is an awesome, awesome nice. game. Um, so look out for that one as well. If you haven't played it anywhere else yet. Um, also on August the 1st is Doling's Invasion, which I know Greg loves. It's one of the worst games ever, and I've played that Rogue Warrior game with Thingy Marcinko in it. Me too. Oh. That was great. um august the second um for all you nfl fans madden 20 is out on august the second on ps4 xbox one and pc if you have the access on ps4 or pc or xbox one of course you can play the 10 hour trial right now august the second the church in the darkness is finally finally coming out i feel like i've been hearing about this game for years it is currently in finger guns towers so look out for content on that um, and that's about it up until next week. I should I should cover everything. August the sixth, DC Universe Online is coming to Switch. That is exciting. I've never played that, so I'm quite tempted to jump in and see what it's all about. And uh, is it, yeah. it crossplay? I don't know. I'll have uh, find out and let you know. Thanks. And uh, oh, there's a Guacamelee collection coming to uh, Switch and PS4 and Xbox One on August the sixth. Also, I could highly highly recommend those games. Hell yeah. They're fantastic. So that does bring an end to this week's Finger Guns podcast. All I have to say is, Sean, is Dead End Job out yet? Nope. No? Okay. Thank you very much indeed for listening, ladies and gentlemen. It is a big goodbye from me, your host, Roscoe Kennison. Good goodbye from Greg Hicks. Goodbye. It's a goodbye from Paul Collett. Ta-da. It's a goodbye from Mr. Sean Davies. Doodles. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Finger Guns Podcast. Don't, 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 don